Do you want to align with God's vibes, adapt to a spirit-led lifestyle, and live out of the fullness of God's plans and purposes for your life? This podcast is for you. The good news I have for you is that your time is now. It's time to transform self-sabotage into self-mastery and revolutionize your world. If you're ready to go beyond the ordinary and break out into the extraordinary life God designed for you, you're in the right place. In the God's Vibes podcast, you will find the freedom and permission to stop chasing success the world's way and simply be who God formed, shaped, and anointed you to be. My name is Juliana Page, and my mission is to lead you on the ultimate adventure, aligning and tracking with God so you can radically transform your life from the inside out and build spirit-driven success. Using life coaching and biblical and prophetic teaching, I'll show you what it means to dwell in the good land God ordained for your life and train you to be a powerful person who is a walking testimony of what's possible with God. Subscribe to God's Vibes for spirit-filled real talk, hard-hitting truth with a humorous touch that will help you discover who you are in God, dare to press through your seeming limitations, and chart a divine path that will renew your dreams and transform your future. It's time to experience true freedom through courage, faith, and self-mastery. I dare you to step out in faith and courageously dive into the purposeful life of trusting God for the impossible. Let's go. Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. It is Tune In Tuesday. I don't know about you, one of my favorite days. Love Tune In Tuesdays. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. So glad that you landed here. It is not random. You'll find that out soon enough. Make sure, too, though, that you subscribe. Whenever a new episode comes out, you'll be the first to know. When you subscribe and when you take it further, when you comment, when you like things, when you share, that's one of the ways that I get to know. It's a gift back to me that it's resonating with you, that this content is blessing you. It's also how this content gets into more hands. So if you would do me a solid... And subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend. It would mean so much to me. It's such a gift to be able to offer this. So thank you, thank you in advance. Also, if you are new, this week, I don't want you to miss this. We are doing the Success Habits Challenge. This is a five-day free challenge. We had our first day today. And the good news I have for you is that there are replays. So you can get plugged in. We go live again tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Time throughout the rest of this week as well. If you upgrade to the Courage Co. Masterclass, you also get an hour of coaching after each live session this week. So that is something that you absolutely can still get plugged into. So don't walk, run, <laughs> and get yourself plugged in. You can do that over at www.courageco.org. This is a space that is off social media, really, where you can start investing in your inner life and helping you cultivate the courage, faith, and self-mastery to be who you were put on this earth to be and start making the moves that only you can make, right? 
All of the world is waiting for the revealing of the sons of God, right? God wants to reveal his glory in and through you in greater ways. And we need God's guidance and wisdom now more than ever, if that's not obvious, right? So Courage Co. is a safe space off social media where you can be developing at the level that makes sense to you. I know that I wanted part of my heart was to make personal development in this inner work, which is totally revolutionized my life. I wanted to make it accessible and I wanted to make it affordable. So the Courage Co. Masterclass, every month you are getting monthly challenges, monthly masterclasses, and monthly guest interviews for only $97 a month. Sort of a no-brainer. If you're not investing in yourself, this is a great way to do that. The God's Vibes Mastermind enrollment for that is open now. This is the best value for you. You actually get the entire masterclass for free for a year. You get the entire God's Vibes program, which is four different modules over 65 videos, a workbook that you can print out. You get these declaration cards, the declaration deck that was recently published on Amazon, also the God's Vibes Matter devotional, and weekly live coaching. So not only are you getting a massive amount of content that is relevant and that you can move through at your own pace. It's actually designed to be three months, but you'll get all of that content. You'll get the coaching to make it practical so you can really be integrating this into your life. It will change your entire life. Ah, so, so good. So that value right now, if you enroll and pay in full, you get 30% off plus you're saving because you're getting the entire masterclass for free. Again, life coaching, (laughs) lots of learning curves, so much wisdom, so many strategies and tools that will revolutionize your world and save you so much money. You're not going to find this at a price like this anywhere else. Go get plugged in. Again, you can find all of those things over at www.courageco.org. Okay, today I have a story. So, so powerful. I really think that when we think about our growth and our healing, we don't know how massive it is. Sometimes we get into a healing journey because of just a a relationship, right? A breakup of some kind or a, a job loss or a career change or, you know, an identity crisis where you once were known for this thing and all of a sudden it doesn't fit anymore. You thought that you built the entire life that would make you happy and it's not, now what, right? So sometimes we find ourselves on a healing or a growth journey because of just this cognitive dissonance that happens where it's like our outside reality doesn't match what it looks like on the inside. And I know for sure that that definitely was true of my story and I actually had a full circle moment today. So I'm gonna share about that. We're gonna talk about really how we are blessed to be a blessing. Okay, I don't think that we fully grasp the depth of that, the impact of that, the ripple effect of that, how powerful that is. So I just want to unpack this with you for a bit, and I'll weave my story in here a second to help serve this message. But when you think of receiving a gift, what comes to mind? When you think of receiving a gift, this is timely too, given the season that we're in, but when you think of receiving a gift, what comes to mind? 
more than likely the first thing that came to your mind is not hitting rock bottom. Am I right? <laughs> like you don't you don't see that as a gift, like not in any stretch, right? Because rock bottom in your life is hard. It's terrifying. But I do want to challenge you to see if you especially if you find yourself there, I feel like this is very relevant and timely for some people that are listening. But if you do find yourself there and embrace it, it is also a gift because rock bottom shakes us up and wakes us up from the things that simply don't work anymore. When we hit rock bottom, right, or the bottom of the level we're currently on, and yes, we'll have many bottoms and peel back many layers on our growth journeys, essentially, our masks, our roles, our patterns, our means of control and ego don't work anymore. And we can't keep that up. But that is actually a gift. It feels completely debilitating and shocking at the time, but it's actually a gift. Because what it's offering is the chance to be free, right? We don't have to stay in pain and suffering. We can grow. And a lot of us, though, have never learned how to turn our pain into something more peaceful and powerful. Many of us live in pain internally most of our lives without others knowing about it, right? We just smile. People ask us how we're doing. We're like, I'm good. Everything's fine. We're just smiling and looking cute. But really, we're like not fine in any any way, not in our minds, not in our emotions, not with what's going on in our heart. Like, we're not okay. Many of us live in pain internally most of our lives without people knowing about it. Okay? And that sort of pain turn inward turns into depression. It turns into self-sabotage. It turns into self-hatred. It turns into eating disorders. It turns into literally building a case against yourself, okay? But we can, however, turn our pain into power, embrace truth, and live free. And if we don't, we pass on pain, powerless patterns, and cause more harm than good to ourselves and others. We can repress pain. That's true. We can do that if we decide to. But that never gets rid of it. I think we think that it does. We're like, oh, I just won't talk about it. I'll just shove that down there. I won't deal with that today. Like, no big deal, right? We think that the more that we, like, shove it down there, that it's, you know, it just is getting rid of it somehow. But that's not getting rid of it. Ultimately, something must give. And it's an opportunity for us to enter a portal of new awakening and higher consciousness, So we have different levels of consciousness, all right? You know, I know we live in a culture that's like woke culture. We, We talk about that. But in the most simple way to break this down, you have your subconscious, which is just your core beliefs, the things that you believe to be true, but you're not even thinking about that intentionally. It's just what you've accepted as truth for you. Okay, then you have your conscious level and what you're aware of, what you're paying attention to, what you're focusing on in the present. Okay, and then you also have your super conscious or this is your higher consciousness. This is God consciousness, right? This is heaven 
consciousness, awareness, if that's a helpful word for you. Okay, so the challenge is the more we're growing in God, when the word says that we're being transformed by the renewing of our mind, the more we're growing in God, the more we're accessing his consciousness, his mind, his thoughts, and that's changing how we live in the present. But when we don't heal, when we don't grow, all of these painful, often subconscious patterns run our life. They just run the show and we don't challenge them. We don't do anything about it. We think that's normal. And we surround ourselves with people that thinks that's normal too, (laughs) right? Sometimes you don't know you're limited until you get into an environment that shows you what's possible. You're like, what? What is this place? What are these humans doing? This is crazy, right? When you get exposed to people that handle life differently, they carry themselves with peace, joy, grace. You're like, what is this? How do you cultivate this? How do you have this? This is new. This is different. What? How does this happen? (laughs) Right? Like everybody else is anxious and freaking out and frustrated and overwhelmed. Like, where did you come from? You're an alien, right? That's what it can seem like, right? Because a lot of people are not accessing their consciousness. They're not renewing their mind. They're not developing emotionally. They're not healing what's in their hearts. And you can't fix what you won't face. So when we choose to arise and shine, as the word says, from the bottom, the freedom, strength, and power we can operate in can make us question why we ever settled for anything less. Honestly. You're like, why did it take me so long? Not always the best question. (laughs) We don't always get the best answer. When we choose to embrace rock bottom, we also get to choose the path to sovereignty where we take radical responsibility for our healing and shift from being disempowered to empowered. We can't navigate this in our own strength and understanding. So that's why it's important to have the Holy Spirit and a coach and sometimes a therapist actively involved on the journey. I often recommend to somebody that's actually journeyed that path before. That's not always true, right? You might have a therapist that's not been through what you've walked through, right? But you definitely want somebody that is skilled in handling the kind of transitions or pain or grief or whatever it is that you're dealing with, right? But when it comes to coaches, oftentimes I recommend somebody that actually has gone through similar things for sure that has a relationship with God and that can pray because you're going to need God 100%, right? So it's really important that you find the right support around you because otherwise you could be digging up some things and focusing on things that truly aren't productive and progressive in helping you move forward. Sometimes we just get in a space of why and how and analyzing and eventually, like when this comes to self-sabotage, for example, Eventually, no matter how you dig up self-sabotage, you get to a place where the decision that you don't want to live with it anymore, (laughs) that you want to have a life without it, is something that you choose. No matter how much time you dig it up and wondering why things happened or how you showed up that way and what it caused in your life, you can spend a whole lot of years analyzing that. And I do believe in deep inner healing work. I do believe in that, but I also believe in doing it with God. (laughs) And I don't believe that you need to spend unnecessary amounts of time 
in the past, right? I think where we're more equipped and why I love coaching so much is coaching gets you in a position of power, right? I don't want to live in self-sabotage anymore, so I'm deciding to build a life where I'm not living in it anymore. And I'm going to have courage and faith and self-mastery operating so that I can actually build that in a healthy and a sustainable way with the right support around me, okay? Because God ultimately wants us to heal and mature. He wants to access these good and precious promises that he has for us and know that that's always been the plan. And he releases revelation in the season that it's needed. And he confounds the lists, the strategies, and the formulas we create. So for example, I definitely sought out therapists and help and coaches and all the things pre my intimacy and relationship with God. And (laughs) all that often did for me was give me more to think about. It kind of made me more confused because I just kept uncovering more and more layers, but I didn't have, you know, the, the context that was helpful for me to move forward. So it didn't really work until I fully surrendered my life to God and did healing his way. A full heart surgery is really what that was. It's often our rock bottom that leads us to seek answers and tools not found in previous modalities that we've researched or been trained in. We can't substitute head knowledge for an active relationship with God. As believers filled with the Holy Spirit, we have access to the clearest, most direct pathway to truth and the power of God. The Holy Spirit reveals truth to our spirit and soul if we will spend our life seeking to know him deeply and intimately. There's nothing like that when you're getting wisdom and direction that is uniquely, well, deeply personal and unique to you, okay? So you may worry about your future and be afraid to change. And if you decide to walk humbly with God, you'll discover that his perfect love casts out all fear. We all worry about things that we don't have any control over and don't have the power to change. All worrying is, however, is a lack of trust in God. And transformation, this revolutionizing your world from the inside out, begins when we stop hiding and pretending and start trusting and walking intimately with God. You may have been in a role, a habit, or a hang-up for so long that it's become your identity. And you may be thinking, what will happen if I really commit to this inner healing? Will I change If I give up my old ways of being and habits and unhealthy outlets, what will I become? I know that one definitely freaked me out. Who or what will I lose? Ugh, that one was a big one too. What am I going to have to let go of? Who will I be, right? Because of our fear of the unknown or because of our despair, we may close our minds because we don't think we deserve any better. Know up front that before you can make any progress on your journey, you need to face your unworthiness. You need to face that. Any unworthiness is denial. It's denying your true self from operating freely. And whenever we choose to deny what we know, we create a false system of beliefs to keep us from honestly looking in the mirror and facing the truth. 
And as children, this is often where we learn this, as children, we learn various coping skills and self-protecting roles and behaviors to keep us safe. As the years progress, right, this becomes subconscious, right? We were doing it for a valid reason as a young person, you know, that didn't have a grid or a language for what they were experiencing or a way to process it. But as the years progress, these roles can dominate our lives and cloud our view. And when we live in denial, we disable our feelings, lose energy, short circuit our growth, isolate ourselves from God, and alienate ourselves from relationships. Oh, and we prolong pain. (laughs) What? Oh, the worst, right? So when we instead choose the path to rule and reign in life, we invest in our conscious evolution, meaning we no longer accept sleepwalking through life, pretending that it's okay that there's a better time to make a change, right? And I really remember being faced with the excruciating weight of not knowing how to answer, who am I? Why am I here? What is my life meant for? That felt really awful. I felt completely unprepared for the future and the questions that kept me up at night, right? And the ways that I was pretending and unconsciously inauthentic, right? As I grew up, I I hadn't realized that I was doing that. At one point, it was survival. I was just trying to make people happy or be useful and be productive and just morph and shift and do all the things, right, To, to manage my environment. But at some point, that didn't work anymore. And I was totally freaked out because I couldn't recognize that this was my portal into the wonderful new where I was going to finally be without my defenses. It felt just terrifying. It didn't feel wonderful, (laughs) right? But it was an opportunity to go deep into figuring out who I was with God and without all the roles and labels, without all the shoulds or have tos, without all the titles, without all of the achievements, without all the things, right? all the roles, all of the identities, without all that, like, who am I with God? Who did he actually form, shape, and anoint me to be? Very different, right? Very different, (laughs) right? So waking up to our greatness is scary. It requires accepting that we've lived under the influence of who we thought we should or had to be and buried our greatness. It also requires changing our standards and making necessary adjustments to pursue the highest expression of our truth. Many of us have greatness, but that doesn't mean we can handle it. Woof! That is a hashtag. (laughs) What do they used to call it? A tweetable? I don't know. I never got on Twitter. I have no idea. But Let me say it again. Many of us have greatness, but that doesn't mean we can handle it. We may know we have greatness in our hands, and yet we don't know how to steward it. Yikes, right? So that's sometimes where we were praying and we're asking God for a blessing, but he won't release something that's going to crush us, okay? Instead, he will develop us for it. That's love, right? Greatness has guidelines and it needs guidance. All of us need somebody to see our blind spots to pull the greatness out of us. 
right? Like if you were to look in the mirror right now, like you can't see what's behind you. (laughs) We need somebody that's got our back, right? We need somebody that can help us see our blind spots. That's one of the great ways of working with a coach as well, just having this sacred space where you can do your work, where you can bring things to light that maybe aren't safe to do anywhere else, where you can uncover these secret petitions of your heart and start taking action towards the things that you do desire and having space to process and get strategies and move in wisdom. So powerful. One of the worst mistakes we can make on our evolving journey is to allow arrogance to block the guidance that will take our greatness to the next level. We can be so full of pride to think that we've got it and we've got it all figured out that we miss the guidance that will cultivate and hone our greatness. Arrogance will always intercept the guidance we need. Humility is the definition of greatness. We are not actually great until we know how much we need God and how incomplete we are without him. Freedom comes when we realize who is most significant in our lives. We really see this with Jesus. He demonstrates it on the Sermon on the Mount, beginning his sermon not with commandments, but with promises of God's blessing on heart attitudes. He began focusing on the heart, not doing heart surgery, wanting to reconstruct our hearts and bring our hearts in tune with his. The Beatitudes describe the foundational character qualities and characteristic that God wants to be at work in his people. So the paradox of the kingdom of God is that letting go is everything. (laughs) And if you're somebody that like clings to things or like was hard on control, letting go feels like you're losing everything. We let go of our ambitions, ideas, ways, theories, and attachments. There is nothing wrong with these or desiring to be everything that God called us to be, but God wants to check our motives. That's where he's going. He wants us to ask him to help us, right, and be humble so that he can guide us as we walk out our greatness. And we really see this exemplified in the Gospel of Mark. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them and blessed them. (laughs) To really be able to relate with and trust God, we are to become like children in our eagerness and pursuit of relationship with him. And just this humility, this willingness to just take him at his word, right? Living in victim consciousness or with an orphan spirit rather than being adopted as a son or a daughter, right? That's where we get stuck. Not healing and not moving on are ways that we remain victims. When we blame others for taking our power away, we give them power. True empowerment is taking all of your power back. 
sleeping or remaining unconscious and surviving don't require conscious choices. Holy Moses, that is huge, right? Sleepwalking through life doesn't require you to be conscious. Just surviving and continuing patterns doesn't require you to be intentional and show up differently. Just allows you to live in more of the same with whatever your reasons are. Challenging though and healing frightened parts of ourselves requires conscious choices and we cannot grow spiritually without challenging and healing them. That's why I find Courage Co. to be such a big deal, right? To have the courage to show up, to wake up, to go big with your life takes courage. The changes we create in ourselves are the changes we create in the world, right? We've heard, be the change you wish to see in the world. The journey to rule and reign is one that we were born to take. Only you can decide when to begin it and only you can do the work to complete it. But it's not a journey that you can travel in your own strength and understanding. The journey will fulfill your potential, but it will be long. It will be difficult and frightening and only you can make it. To rule and reign, we must pursue our destiny as kings and queens by taking responsibility for our experiences and using them to learn about ourselves. We're whole new beings learning how to be new beings, <laughs> right? We are new creations and we're learning how to be new. And in prophetic times of growth in your life where God is looking to accelerate you, promote you, elevate you from your current position to where he needs you to be according to his plan that he has for you, he will make sure you're in the right place at the right time and that you get the tools, the edification, course correction, strategic instruction, and the word that you need. Okay, so... I have always found that whoever finds Courage Co., whoever invests in coaching, whoever gets planted, whoever gets exposed to that teaching, it's an answered prayer. It's a time of education, like God sent them, <laughs> right? It's, it's a beautiful process, but it's truly the tools, the edification, everything that they need, it's an answered prayer. That's always how I know that person is designed to be there. It's often how I know my next clients. <laughs> And it's often my prayer, God, let this be, prepare me for who you're sending and let this be an answer to prayer for them. Lord, make me an answer, right? Beautiful, okay? So we discover our destiny as we commit to our relationship with God. It's through relationship where we share his hope and we discover who God made us to be. We find our identity in him and grow in him and his heart attitudes by implementing his be attitudes. I'm going to break this down in a second. We learn that God's grace and power are often revealed in weakness. And the most important thing any believer can do is decide to believe in God. Okay. God's lens is a lens of love. It's the father's point of view. He sees us as we are the restored, original, intentional version of his heart. So what I want to offer today and break down, and I'm still going to get to my story but consider following Beatitudes as your growth metrics, okay? I'm going to just give you this context. 
Matthew 5, 3 through 12 is where you can find the Beatitudes if you're not familiar. But this will blow your mind. (laughs) I know it blew mine as you break it down. But consider these as growth metrics, okay, on your journey. And specifically as you're healing, you're like, oh, okay, I can see the heart surgery that can happen here. I can see what God is doing and how he's moving. So it says, blessed are the poor in spirit. What? Like that doesn't sound like a blessing, right? Like at all. (laughs) How is having a poor spirit a blessing? That sounds awful, right? But that's actually the foundation for a relationship with God. What? So good. Losing hope in yourself and finding only hope in God. We call this rock bottom. We call this a breakdown and identity crisis. But when you lose hope in yourself and find it only in God, your spirit is poor and it needs to be rich in him. Blessed are those who mourn. Man, the worst. Nobody likes mourning. But it's the foundation for repentance. It's the foundation for repentance. Right? So when we mourn things, injustice, betrayals, abandonment, things that literally like grieve us, right? We see the true grievousness of sin. We see the darkness of it. We see why God hates it and why that's not his will for anybody. Blessed are the meek. This is the foundation of faith. Right? You've probably heard meekness is not weakness. And boy, is that true. Quieting your soul to trust God in all circumstances, that makes you very powerful. That makes you unwavering. Usually that makes you the most powerful person in any situation. When you refuse to be moved by adverse appearances, those appearances have to move. Those things have to change. So when you can quiet your soul to trust God in all circumstances, you see all circumstances have God in them. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. This is the foundation for living in sanctification, right? Like we're walking out our salvation. So the pursuit of holiness in your life and the world is how that hunger and thirst is met. the foundation for living. I want to walk uprightly. I want to train myself to do that. I want to embody that. I want to be about that. Blessed are the merciful. This is just the foundation for relationships. (laughs) I probably wasn't the best at this one in some of my most intimate relationships, right? Loving others as God has loved us. Right? We often love others the way we think we should or we're supposed to or to get their approval or whatever those things are, right? And when others cross us, we're usually not very merciful. We're critical. We're judgmental. We've got things that we're thinking. We've got some expectations that are supposed to be met when we want them met, how we want them met, all the things, right? But it says here, blessed are the merciful, and that is the foundation of relationships. Blessed are the pure in heart. This is the foundation for worship. Having a vision of God win out over all things. 
right? Like it's really turning on your God focus, letting that be the most important focus in your life. Blessed are the peacemakers. This is the foundation for mission. Seeking to bring God's offer of peace to a hostile world. I found that a lot of my one-on-one clients that I go deep with, and we, we literally do life for years at a time together, I have found that what's drawn them to me, right, is this peace that they see. They want that. They want to access that. They don't know how that happens, <laughs> right? And it's God, right? But they want that in their life. But they say it, I want more peace. I want this peace that you have. I want this joy that you have. I want this presence that you have. I want to live with that. I want to be different, right? I want to experience life differently. That's everything to me. Blessed are the persecuted, the foundation for perseverance, knowing and following God through many tribulations for the joy set before us right? It never feels good to be persecuted. It never feels good to be unjustly or unfairly treated, even for years at a time. (laughs) Does not feel good. Does not feel good. But God calls you blessed. God calls you blessed and he helps you grow your character through that if you let him. So what I want to hold up for you, and we'll get into storytelling here, but which one of the Beatitudes resonates with you most and why? Because that might highlight where God is moving in this season. Poor in spirit, mourning, meek, righteousness, merciful, worship, mission, perseverance. What is God highlighting to you? Which do you think is better Reliance on self-power or reliance on God's power and why? What practical application will you apply to help you live out the Beatitudes in your life? So when you see these as growth points, right, you can choose to allow persecution to be growth, to bring out the best in you. You don't know how, (laughs) but you can choose that. What practical application will you apply to help you live out the Beatitudes in your life? So I personally did that one for a while. I did that one for eight years, actually. (laughs) Right? Definitely was being persecuted, but I chose to grow. I chose to grow. And I've grown more in that eight years. It seems like an entire lifetime. Not even kidding you. Just because I made that decision. If you will trust me and allow me to guide you on this growth journey, I will still protect you in this, provide for you, guide you, establish you. But you have to be okay with not defending yourself and pleading your cause and all the things. Just trust me. Hard, 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 hard. Write it down in a journal and say this out loud with conviction and intention. I am ready, open, and willing to see things differently. I am now willing to have a shift in my perception of God and around any other area in need of transformation. I 
am available to see patterns, close doors, rearrange paradigms, and enter into the wonderful new life I've been given. Okay? So I want to challenge you to notice where you've been playing a role, living a lie, or just going through the motions. Where are you being led to release what simply isn't working anymore or to create more space for your relationship with God and for his power to manifest in your life? Get alone with God, no distractions, cast all your cares from your heart onto him and ask him to show up strong in your weakness. That's truly what the Beatitudes are, okay? So the story I promised. So I was straight up poor in spirit when I came to the Lord, okay? I was, whew, I had a heart-shattering relationship that I was walking through. It was some with someone that was revealed had narcissistic personality disorder, and I didn't even have a language for this, a grid for this, didn't even know what a narcissist was, didn't even know that there was this level of narcissism, had zero clue. And I just thought that I was in love, that I had this great friend, that life was fun. We had all these beautiful conversations. It was great and it made sense on paper. We're both highly motivated, going places like it just seemed great, fun, playful, all the things. And then I started noticing around three months in, things weren't adding up and things were getting very uncomfortable and painful and shocking. And I didn't know how to process it. And as I was in this dynamic, I started finding and was led to information because this was around the exact same time that I found God. I was like, Lord, if you do not send this person into my life, you need to remove him. And I was also asking for help and guidance and was led to so many tools and support to start waking up and to start healing. And it was soul crushing soul crushing. I had never sobbed so much in my life. I didn't even know I could cry like that. And God was truly doing a heart surgery in me. And I was serving in a ministry at this time. So while I did get delivered, (laughs) spared from this painful relationship and the trajectory that could have happened there, I was still in the same church environment as this person and I was serving in a ministry. So I would, no matter how big this church was, I would see this person bringing in new women all of the time. And it was so painful. And I was asking God, God, why do I keep seeing this? Like the heart shattering breakup, the the dissolving of this relationship and everything that I uncovered, that's that's been good. Like that's that's been hard enough, right? Like, can we just work with that? <laughs> Like, why do we got to, you know, give insult to injury sort of, right? And God told me two things. He said, one, I'm going to, you're going to see this until you're not triggered by it anymore. And two, he said that this could have been you, right? Like I could have continued into a relationship and been really unhappy or been naive or, you know, gotten involved in a very unhealthy dynamic that could have really derailed my destiny. And I said, whoa. Whoa. So it was, are you going to be okay continuing this growth journey? Like you're done? (laughs) I was like, I got sat down by God. Now, there was a woman that this man was seeing that had reached out at some point 
and wanted some, some guidance, some help. She started noticing some things that sounded similar to what I experienced. And so I just asked and prayed for some grace and gave her some resources, pointed her to some resources. She's really young, didn't want to hear that perspective, but I just sewed and I went on my way and that was it. Years later, this woman had reached out to me and what she didn't know was I, I prayed, God, heal me to the point where I only have compassion for, you know, my enemy in this case, or for, um, you know, anybody that's a part of his life, like heal me to the point where I only am flowing in your compassion, where there's no triggers, there's no pain, there's no even like memories that come up, right? I'm just so delivered and so accelerated into my life and my destiny that that's a non-issue for me, right? It's just somebody that I can pray for, flow in compassion for, whatever. Like if there ever comes an opportunity where, you know, this woman that I'm seeing in church who is coming across as young, naive, swept off her feet, thinks this is like the epic love story that I know that it's not, right? Although I hope it's different for her. If she ever were to reach out to me and ask me for help, give me, heal me so much that all I do is flow in compassion and and allow me then to just be able to pray for her and serve her because I truly needed that and that would just be so demonstrative of how you work, right? And like how you just redeem things. So this woman called me. That happened (laughs) all these years ago. She called me asking for help, asking for wisdom, asking for direction. And while I couldn't offer, I, I could only offer my experience. I could only offer my reflections. I can't you know, defame or, or represent anybody. Right. In fact, like when it came to this person that I used to be with, like, I don't even know him anymore. He's a total stranger after all these years have gone by. But what I told her I could do is I told her that I could pray for her. And I told her that she was about to go through a really hard season, right? A lot of times it's going to get worse before it gets better. But there is going to be so much glory and so much goodness that God is going to reveal. And it's going to turn all of what she was experiencing, all this desperation, all this vulnerability that she had the courage to call me and seek counsel or advice, right? Because she said all of those years, I didn't want to believe what you shared. I wasn't ready to see it. And I just didn't want to look at it, but I didn't realize what a gift that was until all these years later. And it took her an immense amount of courage to call and to ask for help, to ask for support, to ask for guidance in a desperate situation. And to be presented with a moment like that and to steward it well and to just let God handle that is a very delicate thing. And I knew that. So I chose to honor her and honor the courage that she showed up with. I prayed for her and I prophesied over her future and encouraged her heart in this very vulnerable, lonely, scary place, right? I was able to flow in compassion. It was amazing. And this woman was encouraged and is set on a new path. She went from helpless to hopeless 
through a conversation that I didn't have to answer. I didn't have to answer the call, but I knew, I knew that that was an answer to prayer. All these years later, that was an answer to prayer. Heal me so much that all I do is flow in compassion, that I don't have any sadness, regret, torment, trauma left in my being from that experience, but I'm so healed that I can pray for somebody else that's in that space genuinely, authentically, from God, flowing only in God. So I share this story because it's present, but it totally relates to what we're talking about today. When we choose to heal, you have no idea what God will trust you with, right? So, you know, it's even when you've been you know, unjustly treated, when you've been persecuted. I'm thinking of Joseph here, when he had the opportunity to totally, you know, destroy his brothers who threw him in a pit and like led him into slavery and all these things, right? And really could have ruined his life. When he had the opportunity to do that, he didn't at all. Quite the opposite. And that's how it works with God, right? But he brings you to that level of healing where you're not seeking revenge, where you're not wishing hate or ill will on anybody. You literally pray for your enemies and you mean it. You pray for these people that have positioned themselves against you. Or when God heals you and brings them back into your world, are you able to extend grace? Right? When you think about places that Maybe you had a job and you were never promoted or never advanced and you were mistreated and held back and persecuted and all things. If, you know, you ever crossed paths with those people years later, would you still have anger, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness in your heart? Maybe they needed employment from you later. Who knows? God works like that, right? Would you be able to have the grace for it? When you're healed, I would say yes. Jamie Kern Lima has this beautiful story. She uh, is the founder of It Cosmetics, right? So she shares the story about how it was so impossible (laughs) for her to get her products on the air on QVC and how she just got no after no after no after no. Like that's all she heard, but she kept building this resilience. Like I'm just going to trust what God told me. Like it's not a no, even though I keep getting these in the world, it's not a no. So despite all these no's, she kept going and the person from QVC that told her no, she ended up hiring and it just is a God story. It's just so epic how that whole thing transpired. So all that to say, if you are willing to do this growth, to do this hard inner work, the healing, the freedom, the peace the joy, the trust that you'll have in God, just the humility, the compassion, you will literally be a different human and you will be able to bless others, even the most unlikely people that God sends your way. And you won't miss those moments. You'll show up because you're blessed to be a blessing right? What happened with this woman wasn't about me. This was about God getting a word to her, but it was also God revealing to me how he answered that prayer, right? 
Look what healing has done. Look what I have done. Surely it is marvelous. Look at the growth. Look at the healing. Look at your heart. Look at your mind. This used to torment you and it's not even crossed your mind. Look at your emotions. You used to feel completely unstable in your emotions. Look how even keeled those are. Right? Because as we train our senses, as we grow in God, everything changes. We're able to manage our mind. We're able to have stable emotions. We're able to have a pure heart. We're able to live from a very free and empowered place, not wishing ill will on people, not storing up nonsense in our heart. We've got a lot of extra energy to do the work in the world that we're here to do versus getting caught up in that stuff that would just weigh us down. So I just offer that story. I feel like it's relevant. Somebody needed to hear that today. I hope it blesses you. I am truly grateful to be a vessel. That's what I look at it as. I think when you look at your name too, it's a beautiful way to remind you of your purpose. So for example, Juliana Page means joyful servant or youthful messenger. And I feel like that is just a reminder of a call. Whenever I get caught up in my humanness or I don't feel like it or mer, I'm like, no, no, no. Like God is allowing you <laughs> to be a joyful messenger in this moment when you answer the call. So I just encourage you to lean into your growth. If you've never turned your pain into something peaceful and powerful, that's available to you. And when you accept that call and when you choose to be blessed to be a blessing, being blessed looks the exact opposite of what you might think a lot of the time. A poor spirit, persecution, meekness, these things don't seem like blessings, but they allow you to carry God's heart that then will allow you to be a blessing to other people in the most unlikely ways, in the most unlikely and unexpected moments, but the ones that matter. And you're able to steward those well. So this is no small thing and it's not for the faint of heart. But when you let God fully in your heart, right? Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at your heart. And when you let God do this heart surgery, it will be painful. It will be frightening. It will be shocking at times, but it will also be liberating and exhilarating and the best decision that you could have ever made to do with your life. And when we don't stop and feel pain, we pass it on. Somebody's got to stop and feel it and do the work to stop the generational curses, to stop the patterns of pain, to stop the cycles of craziness and dysfunction. Somebody's got to stop and do that work. And it could be you. And you are greatly rewarded when you do that work. That I know for sure. So I bless you with this message. I hope that it was resonating in all the ways that you got fresh revelation from it. Again, if you are not connected, get yourself connected. Go to courageco.org. You can also find it over at julianapage.com. There's lots of great resources for you, free resources for you. And I also encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. It's the best to get those alerts that it's ready and you can go binge listen to episodes. (laughs) 
I know they come just when you need them to uplift your spirit, the spirit-filled real talk that you need. Just be like, yo, like hit me with that truth, with that revelation. Like seriously, give me that real talk that's going to change my life because that's what I need. I haven't had people in my life that love me enough, that are brave enough, that are courageous enough to talk to me like that. You do. And I'm super grateful because you truly want more for me, just not more from me. Woof! All right, subscribe. <laughs> All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.